everybody, and welcome to episode 414 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you have played it at all this past year, or maybe you're looking forward to playing next year again, hopefully in person, we are here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, it is our 2020 Crimby Awards. That's right. It is our annual show celebrating the best and the weirdest and the worst that has happened in Magic in the past year. Yes, if a card or a deck or an event wins a Crimby, it is highly prestigious, on par with an Oscar. That's right. These are, and we quote ourselves, the Oscars. (laughs) Of Magic the <laughs> Gathering. You thought maybe that was a Hall of Fame ceremony. No, 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 absolutely no, no, no. not. No. No. Under no, no it's circumstances. The it's the Crimbies for sure. I have uh, put on my disco lighting to celebrate the, the Crimbies this year uh, behind me if you're watching the video version. Yeah. I kind of like it. Who knows? I might keep it. It but, looks great. Uh, yeah. We've got some fabulous awards this year. Many of the hit Crimbies from 2019 will be returning, uh-huh. as well as new Crimby categories that our patrons and listeners of the show have suggested. That's right. Speaking of, before we get started, we have some people to thank. First and foremost amongst them are the listeners and patrons of the show. Fabulous use of amongst. I am thank a huge you. fan of these older words like amongst, whilst. Is amongst uh, an old word? Yeah, because um, <laughs> they, th- these this form of the word is slowly dying out. So amongst wild, fair enough, t- changed it's, into wild. The game isn't called amongst us, <laughs> but I really <laughs> wish it was. <laughs> hey, let's play some amongst us. <laughs> I, I really wish that there was. I've sabotaged the bean field. <laughs> Have you done your task of feeding the horse? Oh, great! Amongst <laughs> us. Amongst us. Yeah, the, I can't think of what it's called, but there's one that's, that's oh, slept. That's one we still use, slept, oh. instead of sleeped or whatever. Anyway, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is you can become a patron yes. over on patreon.com slash glhfmagic before the end of the year. Get it in there. Yes, and thank you so much to everyone who has become a patron in the last week. That includes Victor, shout out to Victor, uh, Kimberly, shout out to Kimberly, and Johan, shout out to Johan. Yay, thank you so much for joining our Patreon family, new patrons. It's just that easy to do, it takes about five minutes, and it's a wonderful end of the year, goodbye 2020 gift for us. Exactly. You know what? This year, you should be, honestly, getting everyone you know a goodbye 2020 gift. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like it's it's like a New Year's present, but it's like even more impactful here exactly. in 2020. It's like, good good day. Good day. Good, it's called the good riddance gift. Yes. Um, okay. BRB, go. I have to go canon. order good riddance gifts for everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Thank you as well to our sponsor, Card Kingdom, who's been with us all through 2020, despite everything that went down, which was quite a lot this year. Um, A lot of businesses, uh, including Card Kingdom, of course, had like struggles because of shutdowns Mm -hmm. and then supply chain issues and then everything you can imagine. Card Kingdom stood by us the whole time. They're a fantastic sponsor. We encourage you to go check them out. Buy whatever you need for your end of the year. Uh, What did I call it? 
For when you buy your good riddance gift, please consider Card Kingdom. Just go to cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Oh my goodness. And you'll find everything you could ever want for a good riddance gift. Uh, fast shipping, great customer service. Say good luck, high five, and your order will give you a sticker or a token. Uh, fabulous people, fabulous company, and a really good good riddance gift. Excellent. No better place to get a good riddance gift. All right, everybody. It's time for the 2020 Crimbies. That's a right. Oh, you know, Maria, we had to, to do some remembering just of like which sets came out this year because, you know, we've said a lot of times on the show, time isn't real. Time um, isn't real. So during a pandemic, the sets that came out this year were Theros Beyond Death in January. Mystery Boosters happened in March. Ikoria was April. Corset 2021 and Jumpstart or July. Double Masters in August. Zendikar Rising in September and Commander Legends in November. Wow, that is a lot of magical sets released yes. in 2020. It's kind of impressive given everything that happened. It really, it really is. <laughs> when we were compiling this list, um, we I completely had forgotten about Mystery Boosters, which yes. happened basically before everything got locked down. And we completely forgot um, about Jumpstart. Jumpstart, even though that was, you know, we played that, we got to play that on Arena, which was pretty cool. Mystery Boosters weren't in March. When were they? Last year. They were 2019? Yes, they were. No way. Yeah. They were Richmond okay. in in that place that we were at. <laughs> Hold on, let me look this you up. You remember? Okay. We yeah. were we were at Mythic Championship 6. Or 7. Uh the retail edition was released oh, okay. in March. In March. There we go. The con the convention edition was released in November of 2019. There we go. Figured it That's out. That's what happened. That's what happened. Okay. Um. But yeah, I had I had totally forgotten about them, which I guess makes a little sense because we had been playing them in person in the convention centers. I never played like the yeah. store version or anything like that. Um. But when we are considering our crimbies, keep this in mind, everybody. We are mostly considering the sets that are not supplemental. So. Yeah. You know, mystery booster card names, like they could have won best yeah. card name for like everything. Uh, Double Masters, not going to include in that. It's, most, it's re reprints mostly. Yeah. Commander Legends, not going to include We're in it. We're talking about like the, the, the hot shots of the magic year. The uh, hot shots, the main sets mm -hmm. for standard magic. Theros, Ikoria, uh, Zendikar, and like also Corset 2021, even though yes. it's like less splashy, but still important for Constructed. We do have a jumpstart card in here, which is it, oh, winning a very important ca category, but that's because that's kind of like an outlier. It yeah. just had to win. That's true. It very, very much did. And you'll see why when we get there. Yeah. Hopefully you've donned your gayest apparel for yes. our Grimby's as we announce them All this the apparel year. I wear is gay. <laughs> Absolutely. I wouldn't have it any other way. A beautiful hat, some really big sunglasses, you know, um, because you partied hard the night before the oh, Crimbies yeah, yeah, yeah. and you regret everything. Um, oh, but then also you're going to party the night of the Crimbies of because, the Crimbies. yeah, that's the way it has to go. It's like, it's like the to. Oscars. Non-stop yep. partying for days. I would love to see cards walking the red carpet, personally. Oh, same. I wonder what designers they would wear. <laughs> Dressed up in their best silver borders. <laughs> Great. Yes. Uh, their, be their best alt art frames. So let's start off with the best Crimby and the biggest Crimby of them all, which is the best set. Wow. Maria. And you you started off with this one. What yes. like what a what a banger of a category. And 
It is none other than Ikoria. Yay, Ikoria. Lara Behemoth, congratulations on your Crimby. You win best set because your innovation was incredible. Your flavor and design was incredible. Um, and basically, you're kind of deviance from the norm of Magic the Gathering, and you're willing to take risks mm-hmm. and that kind of thing resulted in a really cool, fun, splashy set that Busted down barriers, sometimes a little too many barriers (laughs) in Magic the Gathering. A little too much busting. A little too much. Yeah, we're going to get to that later. Uh, But I loved Ikoria because of the mutate mechanic was super cool. Mm -hmm. I thought I loved all of the new beasties and visiting this new world that we had never been to before. Um, And I loved the the way that they were uh, playing around with Companion, even though it did have to undergo a rules change. I give them a thumbs up for experimenting in that space. Yes. Next up, we have the best set for draft, which is, in my mind, maybe perhaps more important than best set because I draft so much. And the best set for drafting is none other than Zendikar Rising. What? Congratulations. Like, what a... What a delight to draft. I have yet to tire of it, and I don't even know how many drafts I've done of it. But Zendikar Rising is great. It's a lot of drafts. Hello, I can draft black-white clerics, which is all I want to do when I hop into a Zendikar Rising queue. Really? I'm all about those blue-black rogues. Ooh, have you made a super good rogues deck? So many times. (laughs) I've never done it. I've never done it. Oh, rogues is like, if you... Rogues is like any time that I'm lucky enough to end up in that seat, I'm like, oh, I'm going to get seven wins. <laughs> like it's just going to happen. And it does. <laughs> so do you get Zareth? How does your rogues draft start? Okay. Um, it starts like, right. You just kind of need, that's what I love about it is that you don't need that rare. You just need like soaring thought thief, like Zulaport cutthroat is legitimately really good in it. Um, Nimana Sky Dancer, some Lil Mage's Domination, maybe if you can get it into the Royal, right? It's just so tempo-y. Oh, yeah. I love it. A tempo deck and draft, uh, there are far, far few, wait, what am I trying to say? Few and far between. Few and far between more fun draft archetypes, in my opinion, than a fun tempo draft deck. It's so much fun. So much fun. I also gave a runner-up award here to Mystery Booster, which I guess we can put in the categories of 2019 and 2020 because yeah. of its spanning of its official release, store release and uh, convention release. But that set was a blast to draft. Yeah, a really good time. You Did you draft Mystery Booster, Megan? Yeah, just once or twice. Oh, man. I was like... If we got a second at the convention center, I'm like, hop in, do a mystery booster draft, hop back out, get in there, do another mystery booster draft. It was just wild. The cards in that set were just completely bonkers. Very, very cool. Moving on. Next up is our card of the year. Ooh, this is a pretty good category. Yeah. Maria, who's it going to? This year in 2020, the card of the year goes to, drum roll please, Burrow, Titan of Nature's Wrath. Ooh, wow. What? Could it really be any other card? No, it really couldn't. I mean, it could maybe be Omnath. Yeah. You could make an argument for it, but Uro is just a beast. Uro was slash is slash was. Three mana. (laughs) Three mana. Three mana. Comes back from your graveyard. Comes back to hit you again. Can't ever get rid of it. Do it all the time. It just does it again and again. It's just like, let's party on, man. Uh, You can't, I may be down, but I'm not out. 
Uro also does everything, I yeah. think, is an important thing to note about Uro, besides being annoying and unkillable. It gains you life. It draws you cards. It ramps you. Yes. It comes back from the dead. That's basically all and the only uh, So the only other, like, elder giant that we have like him right now is Kroxa. Kroxa. And yeah. every time, like, I get it. Kroxa is also a good card. Um, yeah. Love Kroxa. There's some decks built around it. But it's so funny because every time someone plays a Kroxa against me, especially in Historic, I'm like... It only does the one thing. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, okay. I have to discard yeah, and fair. I get to pick what card I'm discarding. Like, do Come I care? <laughs> I'm not drawing a card. Um, Excuse me. I'm not gaining life. Um, it's just so funny to I'm me that like, the power level of them is so different. I'm just like, Krugs, I'm like, okay, I'll discard. Oh, no. <laughs> That's some shade thrown against Kroxa as well, I'm really, right there. I really am. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a huge Kroxa fan. Think the deck, the card is super cool, but yes. you just can't say no just to Uro not, as card of the year. Not hold a candle to Uro. Home it has a home in all of the almost all of the top decks of the year. Yeah, it's just mega powerful and R.I.P. You know. Yeah, uh, that that brings us to ban of the year. Which is a hot topic (laughs) for a year that has 50-something bans. Okay, not actually 50, but it feels like it. I mean, it might be. Did you count them? It's definitely not 50, but it's like, it's up there. We talk about this on the upkeep this year. We will run through all of the bans from this year uh, as one of the biggest news stories of the year. Of course, all of the bans. 2019, also a huge year for bans. This year, of course, you could nominate a million cards for this award. Um, We've got a couple of contenders in here. Uh, So, Maria, who did you bring to the table? I brought to the table Omnath, Locus of Creation. Yes. You know, they banned Uro, and everyone was like, why did you not ban omnath also like while you were at it and then it was something it's like two or three weeks later it's like a negligible amount of time (laughs) they were were at the store and you didn't also get milk why but you were at the store (laughs) however my like my contender to fairy time raveler little to fairy little t banned in banned in also like omnath banned in standard banned in historic banned in brawl yeah, like, this was interesting to find out when these happened. Teferi happened in August. <sighs> Omnath's bans happened in October. Like, Teferi, what a... I I, I'm a person who likes to play card. spells on other people's turns. <laughs> and the fact that Teferi stops me makes me so mad, even though sometimes he let me. Like, right, sometimes yeah. he was my avenue to playing sorcery speed cards on my opponent's turn. But it's not worth it. It's not worth it. Teferi, get out of my life. You love to hate him. To fairy stop messing you hate with to love him. my life. Yeah, I think the gosh, this one is a tough one because yeah. Omnath was a very splashy card oh. that didn't, you know, get banned. And I just remember when it should have. Right, what was it? Was it the season it no, it was the Players Tour Finals? The, the Mythic Invitation. The season grand finals. Was it the season grand finals? It was. Where yes. those those top eight matches lasted one full lifetime. They lasted a lifetime, and when, basically, when you saw the deck doing its thing, it was so incredibly powerful and swingy. Like, one person could be ahead. It was a mirror match. One person is ahead. They do their thing, and then it goes back to the other person. And now they're ahead. 
Now they're ahead. Uh, yeah, it was a, just a big, splashy nightmare. Um, Teferi, on the other hand, was a smaller, quieter, more painful nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Teferi was more of a night terror. Let's put it that way. A sleep paralysis, a sleep if you paralysis. will. sleep that's, paralysis. That's great. That's great. So I think because of that, I think we have to give it to Teferi, even though Omnath yeah. is more fresh in our minds. Teferi is, I think, a more iconically hated card. Yes, more. I, I love that. It is more iconically hated. <laughs> and so I just had that thing where, like, right, it was one of those planeswalkers that had a static ability that you could just forget until forget. it ruined your life. Oh, absolutely. Constantly forget, you know. And, uh, yeah, yep. we're just going to have to give it to yeah. Teferi. Um, very congratulations congrats buddy that brings us to mistake of the year this is a new category for 2020 and i think one that a lot yeah. of people will enjoy uh, and i'm sure so you can course, see the answer to this one coming <laughs> of course when this happens uh there's lots of mistakes that happen when uh -huh. you're making a game as big as magic and so complicated and you know it's a big undertaking yeah. for a company as small as with the close yes, honestly absolutely um, it's going to happen, and especially when you're taking risks, which we are bit both big fans yeah, of. Yeah, we love um, taking risks. Which brings us to the winner of this category, which is companions. Companions. <laughs> when, you, when, you make a, when you make a mistake so big, you have to completely alter the text on the card. Or when the text, you make a mistake that... Wait, wait, go or ahead. Or the text of the mechanic, I mean. like Yes, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Uh, when you make a mistake so big that it is your number one big key splashy mechanic from your brand new world set and you got to change it. That's got to hurt. That's it's got to hurt. Yep. M companions, man. Very cool. Very cool. Really, really, really big mistake. <laughs> we got to say this too, though. They fixed it. They did fix it. M companions yeah. are now great. You can play them. Sometimes they're good in some decks, but they're also not not overpowering not overpowering at all like mm -hmm. you just they very rarely will get you out of any situation like let me think of the number of times that i'm actually using my companion and it helps me win maybe like 10 percent. yeah exactly maybe like, less it's nice to have but it's not always yeah. necessary oh it's good now <laughs> it's good now good job good fix everybody good fix uh mistake of the year companions most busted non-bans speaking of all the mm -hmm. bands of this year some cards didn't actually make it under the hammer that's right and one card that when you cast it you win the game <laughs> muxus muxus well congratulations done. you goblin grandee which the is grandee himself muxus is actually six goblins Oh, mm -hmm. um, who all That's share true. being the goblin grandee. But anyways, uh, Muxus, I mean, sometimes you whiff, I guess. <laughs> but I wish that was the flavor text. <laughs> that would Muxus be really has funny. too much text on it to actually have any flavor text. But if it did, <sighs> that would be it. Sometimes, sometimes you whiff. You whiff. Sometimes. Yeah, Muxus. The headline card that mm -hmm. makes the deck Goblins Possible in Historic, an iconic deck of Historic from the format's debut, yeah. and still kicking around today, Muxus. Wow. Great great job. You win the crew. All right. All right. Uh, that brings us to the weirdest ban of the year. Yeah, this is a ban. When we looked back on our ban list, mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah, that was ban, number one thought. Yeah. Second thought. 
What a strange card that had to be banned. If you had asked me when I saw this card previewed, would this card be banned? I would have said, no. you're out of your brains. No. It's one of the great ones that goes up there with like, right, its predecessors, a tune with ether. Where you're like, yep. Okay. Wait, it's a one mana green spell that makes some energy. All right. Once upon a time. I guess once upon a time you should have seen that coming. It costs no mana. <laughs> I love once upon a time. If, still mad about a, that. If a spell says that it costs no mana, maybe be wary. <laughs> Yeah, that's the lesson I think we've uh, learned since 2019, hopefully. (laughs) Um, But weirdest ban, Lucky Clover. Can you you believe it? I completely forgot this card was banned. Completely. Me too, but like, what a weird one. What a weird one. It's a two-mana artifact that like you need lots of other stuff to go right before it starts being profitable for you. I will also say it's right up there with Escape to the Wilds is like a close second. Yeah, because yeah. it's like you're like it's a five mana sorcery you, and then you have to wait you don't even get to hold on to all the cards they just go away <laughs> wait a second yeah both pretty odd that they ended up uh, yes. having to be banned honestly absolutely next uh crimby is one of our most beloved crimbies yes. which is of course the crimby for best art oh and we have a lot we have a lot of uh contenders here because yes there's a lot of great art so um i've got one that i think is my personal vote for crimby of the year mm-hmm. uh crimby of the year best art of the year um but let's go through what we've got and then maybe you can give out your vote yeah um so maria what's your start wait did you say yours no i didn't say it yet but i was we've got our list should okay, i just yes. read the list yes okay so these are all nominees. Uh, Elspeth Conquers Death, oh. which is a beautiful saga done in kind of the tile, Greek tiles yes. uh, art. Uh, really cool. We love sagas. Yeah. There's one, another saga on here. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Indulging Patrician, which is that beautiful black-white vampire card with a pink yeah. sun behind this woman who's carrying a man that she's just drank in her arms. Megan, are you looking at it right yeah, now? Yeah, I am. It's great. What's the flavor text on it? I remember it being funny. Oh, hold on. I just navigated away. Oh, no. Okay. I should actually say these artists, too. So one one second. I should have um, written oh, it down. Oh, just a nibble for now. I wouldn't want to ruin my appetite. Yep. <laughs> Pretty good. Classic Pretty vamp. Pretty good. Classic vamp. Uh, then we have so the Metal Mind. I'm just going to read oh, the wait. artist for, oh, yeah, for Elspeth Conker's death is Ryan Yee. Yes. Um, FYI. Um, and Indulging Patrician. I'll look it up. Miranda Meeks. Miranda Meeks, excellent. Yeah, Miranda Meeks. Uh, then we have Metamize Prophecy. Excellent, which, another saga. Yes, exactly. Oh, this one is absolutely gorgeous. Obviously a Seb McKinnon. Now that I'm yep. looking at it closer, I maybe need to own a print of this. <laughs> really want it. It is a card you would love, too. Yep, want it big time. Maria, I refuse to acknowledge the next one because I you think don't it like is, this one? it's terrifying. It's right up there for some really spooky stuff. <laughs> Sweet Oblivion. Uh, I didn't really remember this card until I was going back re-looking at Theros Beyond Death. It's that sorcery where the, you're milling your opponent four cards and then you can escape it. Um, but it's an art by Clint Clear, Clint Kearley. Um, it's got like three monsters and they're bodies slash faces are going away up and above them into like weird geographic forms. Oh, Very cool and different. It is. Too sp- it's spooky. It's spooky. Megan's okay, spooked. cool. 
I am spooked. I am spooked. And then, to no one's surprise, the last entry uh, is yet another Seb McKinnon. This one's a series, The Mythos Cycle from Ikoria. These are beautiful. He did these, too. I want to say he painted them on pieces of wood before. Yeah. um, Or something like that. Because he wanted them to look like cave paintings. And they really, Um, like, they do. Oh, they're so cool. And I should have noted this earlier, but we are not including alt art arts in yeah. this category because those would take over. It's just yeah, and there's, there's so, so many, cool. and they're so amazing. Yeah, this oh, okay. I feel like we're going to be at odds about this. I know. What are we going to do? Maybe two cards win. Yeah, maybe so. Because I feel like for me, it's it's the mythos cycle. Like they're just so different. And yeah, and gorgeous and like really cool. And so like they feel almost like they could have been an alt art for these cards. Yeah, for sure. Except Seb McKinnon doesn't play around. So he just made it the base art. (laughs) Seb McKinnon gets to do his own thing in magic, which I think is cool that they let some artists do that. Um, But Elspeth Conker's death is like uh, I do love I do love the way that Elspeth Conker's death is done. Yeah, I think my my vote is still for Elspeth Conker's death, which surprises me that I'm not voting for a Seb McKinnon because he yeah. won last year, and I do love his art so so very much. But you're right, um, this like, uh, but this the, the style. Elspeth Conker's death for me too is is really unique yeah. in that kind of um, fresco. What are they, what are they even called? It's like a mosaic, mosaic. yeah, mosaic style. Just really pretty. It reminds me of some of the art we saw when we were in Barcelona for a magic event. Yeah. And we hiked up those mountains and went to that little church and they had like saints images done in those mosaic tiles like in the church. Do you remember that? Yeah. You know what time it is? Is it Molly time? It's Molly time. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Molly. Hi, Molly. Oh, she cleaned her face. Okay. Do you know what? I'm convinced. I'll give it to Elspeth Conker's death. All right, Elspeth conquers death. Congratulations, yeah. you win the Crimby for best art of the year. Seb, don't worry, you'll probably win it next. Year. I know. <laughs> Seb again and nonstop bangers. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, this next category is another one of our favorites, yes. which is best flavor text. Oh, it's so much fun. Um, Maria, why don't you start us off? Okay, we put a bunch of uh, nominees in here because there was a lot, and I'm sure we've missed some. So let us know if you've got a favorite. You can tweet at GLHF Magic. Uh, Ichthyomorphosis, which is also a great card name, uh, has wonderful flavor text. This was actually selected, uh, suggested by a listener. Flavor text Tycho's military career was a flop. Because <laughs> it's a big fish. You turn him into a big fish. Yes. Um, um, go for it. Okay, up next, we've got Whirlwind Denial, just your classic counterspell situation. Molly's into it. Yeah, Molly's Uh, here for it. Oh, hi. (laughs) She come visit. Hi, Molly. Come here for the Crimbies. Molly, that's my coffee. Um, Okay. (laughs) Um, The flavor text for Whirlwind Denial is no, no, and no. (laughs) Which is a joke I've seen on a couple of counterspells in Magic, but that one was just very succinct. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, Next up is Almighty Brushwag. Laughed at the brushwag. Hunter's expression meaning died unexpectedly. I love that one. It's so good. It's very funny. (laughs) Oh, looks like he laughed at the brushwag. Molly really has some opinions on this uh, category. Um, (laughs) Next nominee is uh, one that I called disturbingly prescient, which is Staggering Insight, which you wouldn't think a card like Staggering Insight has this kind of flavor text on it, but it is only cowards flee from the truth. Nice. 
Ooh, now that is a 2020 flavor oh, text if I ever heard snap. one. Snap. <laughs> uh, know what I mean? Um, my next entry is Colossification. Ooh, uh, great card name, too. Turns out the case of the flattened outpost and the case of the missing kitten were related. <laughs> That's great. Uh, my next uh, entry was Spontaneous Flight which uh, has the art of like a little flying fox. Um, amazing. And I was only trying to teach her to sit. <laughs> <laughs> Very cute. cute. And of course, voracious great shark. Don't worry. I didn't forget about it. This flavor text, there is no boat big enough. <laughs> Excellent Jaws great. reference. Thumbs up. Great um, stuff. My vote for best flavor text, although, uh, though, is going to have to go to Almighty Brushwag. I agree. Almighty Brushwag, great flavor text. Excellent. Excellent job. And congrats to all the flavor text writers for Wizards of the Coast doing fantastic work, mm -hmm. giving flavor and laughs and insight to our game. Um, every single set. Yes. I, I just love that. That's something that you get on magic cards. Same. Um, next up, related, we have best card name. Yay, great, great category here. A listener suggested one of the all-time faves, I'm sure, of many of our listeners, mm -hmm. Shark Typhoon. Ooh, just so good. <laughs> great name. And also, like, got a quick nickname of Sharknado. Yes. Um, great really name, cool, great card. Bizarre card. Yes. <laughs> That's a lot of play. Uh, we also have Ichthyomorphosis, which yep. we saw before. A personal favorite of mine, Archipelagor. <laughs> That's a great name. Great name. So good. So Classification is on this mm -hmm. list. Everyone's um, favorite name to say, Tuck Tuck Rubble Fort. <laughs> I love Tuck Tuck Rubble Fort. Tuck Tuck Rubble Fort. Tuck Tuck Rubble Fort. And also like played in a weird modern deck. Yes. I mean, not modern, historic. Bizarre. I also put Blood Glutton yeah. on this list, which is just a fabulous name that just rolls off the tongue. Blood Glutton. Even though I had <laughs> no memory of what this card was. Same. The name Same. is simple uh, and straightforward. I like it. Maria, which is your favorite of these? <sighs> Probably Tuck Tuck Rubble Fort. Oh, I agree. <laughs> I think I agree because so I think we can give it to Tuck Tuck Rubble Fort. I okay, think because okay. my top one is Archipelagor. That's a great name. But Tuck Tuck Rubble Fort is such a close second. I'm good just giving it to it. <laughs> okay. Tuck Tuck Rubble Who Fort. Who doesn't love to say Tuck Tuck Rubble Fort? Tuck Tuck Rubble Fort. Yes. <laughs> I'll highlight it so we remember for next year tuck, which one was our Rubble favorite. Fort. Tuck, tuck, rubble fort. Of course. You somehow are playable, but not in draft. <laughs> the other side of this is a worst card name. Yeah, there have been some uh, bad ones over the years. Mm -hmm. um, last year's winner was Raging Crunch, which <laughs> could have won for best or worst, honestly. Really so, one of the all-time worst slash best. Just really great. Um, this year we had a... A very, very easy winner. So I'm going to give you the runner up first, yeah. which for me was Bush Meat Poacher. I think that's a great one. <laughs> great. <laughs> yes. Like, and do which you have is, quality control over there? <laughs> just as like, and that's like the top, that's the top normal card because the winner yes. was like one of the alt named cards from Aquaria. Yeah. Yes. I agree, Bush Meat Poacher is just like. <laughs> Whoever named Bushmeat Poacher is the same person who named Raging Crunch. I think you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the winner of worst name is none other than Space Godzilla Death Corona. Yes. 
which My like God. it's just it was just very unfortunate like what unfortunate yes. timing because like Godzilla's like corona is like is his like actual you know it's an actual thing an actual in thing the Godzilla lore yeah. and it was named so far before right it was named and yeah. printed so far before coronavirus was a thing yep <laughs> So sad, sad to say it's you, Space Godzilla. You got to take the hit on this one. Yep. And I'm sure you saw it coming. Oh, sorry, buddy. <laughs> uh, best magic moment. Oh, this yeah. is a fun crimby um, that we love to give out. Um, yeah. Okay. So best magic moment. Of course, magic was very different in 2020 uh, because of the pandemic. And in doing so and being different, we are able to award our best magic moment, which is online tournaments. That's right. Yeah, I think we got a lot of really cool things because we had to adapt to a bad situation. Yes, exactly. Like it was, it was just, it was so cool to see the system adapt um, and still being able to bring people together kind of in a way. And like, absolutely. No, it wasn't exactly what it should have been, um, but you know, it could, it couldn't have been. What was interesting too was the ability. Molly just is real. Does she does she need something? No, she's. This is just her jam, man. She just, she just walks around my apartment meowing. It's kind of her thing. She just loves the crimbies. She um, loves the crimbies. I think yeah. I think it's really cool that we were able to even do it. Like we had a, a tournament that was able to be played online, mm-hmm. like a, a system. Um, that was able to be done. We could pivot. We could do it. We could shift production of all of these mm-hmm. that people used to watch at home on Twitch, like flying out to LA or whatever to shoot these. Instead, we're all sitting in our homes with magic backdrops recording. Being able to do all of that still uh, is pretty cool because a lot of industries that relied on quote unquote live performance or whatever yeah. aren't weren't able to really be su- as successful in ma- maintaining their product. Yeah. Um, what a, what a pivot. <laughs> plus we got cool things like the arena opens, which were super mm-hmm. fun to play in. Um, and we got MTG melee, which is a fabulous tournament software system. Yeah. Um, so props to the people who are behind that. Um, and I don't know. Yeah. We were talking about this a bit on the upkeep, but like, you know, part of me is like, part. you know, sometimes like maybe let's just do it online in the future. Yeah. Right. I think like my hope, I think once things are able to go back to being in person is that we get a mix of in person and online events, because I think that there's yeah. a way that having some amount of online tournament play like facilitates people being able to better work that into their lives. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, and there, that, there's really something to be said for that, I think. Next category is fan favorite cutest card. Ooh, and there are some cute cards. There were a lot of cute cards this year. We were not yeah. lacking in them. Some of the nominees are Farfinder, aka Unbreakable Bond, oh. aka the good the good little fox. Yeah, or I was gonna say Skits too. Yeah, Skits too for sure. Yeah, Skits two the Skitsening. <laughs> and Skits won for uh, best was cutest card twenty nineteen. Yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. So. Farfinder is like Skittering Surveyor. They do the exact mm-hmm. same thing. Um, Unbreakable Bond is one I put on here that oh. didn't even receive a runner-up during its set. Um, but Judge Rob was like, hey, have you thought about Unbreakable Bond? And I was like, oh my gosh, you're so right. Because that card is so really, cute. really cute. She's pulling it's, a little arrow out, out of his arm. and is Yeah, it's like a big teddy bear. Yeah. It's their best friend. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's really cute. Uh, Canyon Jerboa, Magic's Obviously. number one mouse. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Magic's number one mouse. And only, <laughs> other than tokens. Uh, and Pride Melkin, of course, oh. the Pride Steppin' Kitty Cat. Oh my goodness. Like, Pride Malkin is so cute. <laughs> Fried milk and I love its little prance. Like it's, it's just, definitely yeah, prancing. it's just how high stepped it is. It just it's strutting. Like fried milk looks so proud of himself. <laughs> yeah. He's just like, I'm a good cat. Look at me. I'm a good cat. I, I did it. <laughs> I was a cute cat. Yep. I mean, how on earth can I choose from this list? I know. I know. It's they're all so cute. How on earth? Okay, well, we're just going to go with our gut from 2019 to 2020 and give it to Farfinder. What? What? <laughs> what? No. What? You like that fox? I that fox do. Is really cute. Obviously, I love that fox. That fox is very cute, but for me, it's Unbreakable Bond. It's so oh. cute. I was going to say Unbreakable Bond, but I didn't think you would agree. <gasps> I think it should be Unbreakable Bond. All right, it's Unbreakable Bond. Yes. All right, we we did that. We did an Oscars where we announced the best picture, and it was wrong. <laughs> oh no, we pulled a we pulled a La La Land. We pulled the La La Land. Yeah, Unbreakable Bond. I think is a, a great uh, one for cutest oh. card for 2020, especially because the pandemic proved that our bond is unbreakable. That's right. Oh, even through a pandemic. So there you go. cute. Unbreakable Bond. Um, grossest card aspect of Lamprey. I forgot about it, and I wish that I had been able to forget about it for forever. But I saw it again. I forgot you hated it so much. It's That's so right. terrible. Um, it it fits my criteria of like of like bio things not being where they're supposed to be. Yeah, you you really don't like that. Nope. I thought for sure it was going to be escape. No, no, no. Eat eat to oblivion oh, or something like that. Oh, that's true. Eat into eat oblivion. To eat, eat to, to extinction. extinction. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. It, Eat to Extinction is also pretty bad. It's like made of mouths. Yeah, it's, it's a mouth made of mouths. Yeah, it's it's just okay. Horrifying. Nope, that one's also just very horrifying. bad. Like Croxa is also just like is like made of mouths. Also, okay. Croxa's do you know what? It might mouth? be Croxa because Croxa really fits the criteria of things being where they shouldn't because Croxa just has mouths all up and down his legs. Oh, gross. He does. Yes. I've never looked at him that closely. Well, don't. Hold on. I'm Okay, him up. it goes to no, Croxa. I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. Because Eat to Extinction is just part of Croxa as like a close up. Okay, it's Croxa. Oh, you're right. No, he does. I've thought about Sick. it. And I Do you know why I forgot? It's because Croxa, you can like just kind of like not focus your eyes and not, you can deny what's on going on. His legs. And Eat to Extinction is Croxa's head. Yeah, exactly. So All there right. we go. It's Croxa. Ugh. Oh my god, you guys, I've never looked at Croxa this closely before. It is disgusting. Yeah, it's so gross. How did I play with this card? It's so Yuck. gross. All right, no. let's do a palette cleanser here. Yes. Whew. Card that is most surprisingly good. Ooh, and this is for draft. And it has got like hands. This answer is hands down for me. Like, yeah, I love this answer. Stonework Pack Beast. Yeah. This is the two mana artifact creature that's like it can be it's it's like all it's it can be any part of the party yeah any part of the party it's a it's a party in a box yes a party in a, party beast, in a box if you want that card you have to pick it the first time you see it because it will not yes. come around it will never come around it works in every deck uh, no matter what yes. even if you're not doing party you probably have a card in your deck that cares about party and it'll be like um, randomly good there you go 
Yep, it'll be randomly good and you'll really yes. be happy you have a stonework package. Usually you would say two mana artifact 2-1 is like not even a 23rd card. Yeah, it'd be like 25th. This card, you you pick it. You pick it early. Oh, you want that card. You want that beast. It's so yeah, good. I love this card. So good. Best reprint is our next category. Yes. This is a fun category. Ooh, and it is, you know, as soon as we knew we were going back to Theros, we were like, it had better be. He better yep. be there. He better be. He better be there. And he was. He will come out. Gary. <laughs> Gary, Gray Merchant of Asphodel. Oh. Love this card. Couldn't, it wouldn't be Theros without him. It really wouldn't. No. And um, despite the fact that he had been moved to uncommon yes. from his common spot. That's right. Um, I never actually got to play him in a deck mm-hmm. because people knew how good he was right from the jump. And they took him and they picked him early. And yep. he's, of course, great. He is great. I played a cool mono black deck with him for a while, um, which was just kind of a fun yeah. deck. It wasn't super good. But gosh, gosh darn if Gary isn't a fun card. He is a fun card. Gary, what you're a, a fun, fun dude. <laughs> what a fun Gary, dude. Gary, a lot of people might be scared of you because you're coming back from the underworld with your weird mask carrying a sack of what? Human remains? Oh, we're not sure. But Wow, you didn't have to say that. <laughs> I mean, what do you think's in a sack? Maybe? I don't want to talk about it. I retract that question. <laughs> We have another nominee for this category. Yes, which is uh, runner-up Eugene the Spirit Dragon. Yay, Eugene. We love Eugene. He's a great card. Like, what a great dragon. Just a good Just guy. Just a really good dragon. Yeah. I can't even... It's, like, very rare that I would like a card that kills everything. But I can't be mad. Yeah. I can't be mad at Eugene. It's just too cool. Yeah. He... He's a cool dude. All right. Next up is, do you remember this rare? <laughs> I love this category because this is rares that we forgot existed. Yes. Uh, Maria, who did you forget existed? I forgot Enigmatic Incarnation. Don't was know a what card. that is or what it does. I picked one that you don't uh, that you don't remember either. So we nope. both don't remember this card. Let's pull it up and take a peek at Enigmatic Incarnation. It's an enchantment, of course, highly forgettable. Yes. Two green, blue for a rare. At the beginning of your end step, if you, you may sacrifice another enchantment. Okay, never playing it. If you do, search your library for a creature card with a converted mana cost equal to one plus a sacrificed enchantment's converted mana cost. Put that card under the battlefield and shuffle your library. Okay. I be- oh, I guess I believe you that it exists. What a garbage card. Yeah. Just throw it right in the trash. Okay, but Get Maria, do you remember this guy? Dalakos, Crafter of Wonders. I actually do. You do? Of course. Yes, it was a red-blue card that you never played. That's what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what set it was from? Mm, nope. No, I do not. <laughs> Take a guess. It was from Corset 2021. It was not. Okay. <laughs> it was nope. from Theros. No Delicos <laughs> Crafter of Wonders, one blue red for a legendary creature, Merfolk Artificer, a 2-4, tap, add two colorless, spend this mana only to cast artifact spells or activate abilities of artifacts, equipped creatures you control have flying in haste. <laughs> Yep, I remember I drafted him once because I was like, oh, I'm going to do this cool rare thing. No, no you're just not going to nope, do it. It's just not happening. Not it. It's bad. It's it bad. Is. Bad and weird. A, re- <laughs> a related category yes. is this card doesn't exist. Okay, so Scryfall says that it exists. Okay. Yep. Um, Arena says that it exists and it's not in my collection. But do you know what? No one has ever played against me, nor have I ever seen in a draft pack 
Angel of Destiny. I remember this card a little more than you, but I, I, nobody has ever like, played I against me and I've never it. drafted it. I know technically what it does, but do you know what, Maria? I think that it's a myth. <laughs> I think it's a myth it's, and it doesn't actually exist. Here's my vote. Aura, Skyclave Hierophant. Do you remember this card? Yes. Two black, white, lifelink and when a cleric you control dies you can return from your graveyard to the battlefield a cleric with a lesser converted mana cost very good (laughs) i had this in uh when we played the pre-pre-release oh i had that card sure okay so for me that card does not exist never seen it never (laughs) opened it i went past it on scryfall i'm like what is this card and i've i've never encountered in my life so there you go yeah (laughs) this card doesn't exist (laughs) it does does not exist just doesn't exist. The next category is one that one of our favorite Crimby categories since the beginning mm-hmm. of the Crimbies, which is the Marshall Sutcliffe Award for Best Elk. Oh, and is there a better elk out there than Auspicious Starix? I love Auspicious Starix. What yes. a great card. A fantastic reason to play uh, Mutate decks in Ikoria. Oh. Um, by the way, all the elks from 2020 in Ikoria. Yeah. Um, not surprising big he's so big is a big and cute elk and it's a fun card too because yes. you spin the wheel with it exactly so. and you get to you get to put something into play when it mutates it is yeah. very cool what a Love good elk card. auspicious star congrats megan this next award is really for you yes the siege rhino award for least missed this is a card <laughs> that when we finally get to say goodbye to it we shall never look back and miss it Shelf. We shalt never. And that is none other than Uro. He's not gone yet, but I wish that the door would hit him on the butt on the way out already. I know it. I think you are not alone, and I bet a majority of Magic players would be happy to see this bro go. Let us... (laughs) Hey, Uro, bro go. Hey, Uro... Get your bro gone. We don't, we just don't want you anymore. Bro, Sorry. No. Sorry, buddy. Bro, bro, no. Bro, no. Bro, no. Bro, uh-uh. That's what, maybe that's what we should call the award. Bro, no. Bro, no. Bro, uh, good day. The next category is one of my favorites, which is wish it had made a splash. This is a card you wished you could have brewed around that would have made a deck in, in a competitive way. Yes. Of course, you can always make a fun deck. This one I was expecting to make a splash and it never did. Yeah. And I luminous brood moth. I think a lot of people are with you on that one. Like, yes, I know I'm not alone because yeah. I remember Reed Duke talking about this card saying, oh, after rotation, Luminous Broodmoth might actually make it into decks and everything. And it just never, ever did. And it's like, it's such a cool card. It's such like, it's so pretty. Um, I love Beautiful. the, I love the um, Mothra version of it. Oh, it's yeah. It's like super absolutely. cool. And the original art is very cool. And it just, it did seem like it should have been somehow great. And it just didn't really do anything it just never did anything yeah. Two white white for a three four flyer whenever a creature you control without flying dies return it to the battlefield under its owner's control the flying counter on it that's awesome like why was it never good i don't know Earl. i don't know i'm gonna blame Earl. yeah my other submission which we did see this card sometimes in like um historic red green aggro but never yep. enough for me was galia of the endless dance it's a fabulous card. I know. This is like the little hasty satyr who gives other satyrs haste and you get to draw cards and st- like discard and draw cards. Um, and like, oh, 
I think it like I just wish that we had been able to see more of Galia. And a great um, art on Galia oh, yeah. too, super funny. What a, and uh, yeah. Do you remember the person who the person cosplaying as Galia at the uh, players tour, and then um, got so excited when I when we were playing the game of spin the wheel that when she spun it, it's she spun it off of the chair it was sitting on. And it fell onto the ground and everything collapsed live on no, Twitch. That's great. That's great. <sighs> Classic. What a, what a Galia move. Yeah, very Galia. Very Galia. It was on brand. <laughs> card both Megan and Maria most likely to play Ooh, this one I think this one as soon as it came to me I was like inspiration merfolk wind robber absolutely like you love it because it's a little one drop that attacks I love, love it. it because you can draw a card with it it's great I love it put a curiosity on that oh. curious obsession on that I mean boom go to town man just or sacrifice it and draw a card you know <laughs> You know, no, whatever floats your boat, Merfolk Wind Robert will be your boat. <laughs> and it will float your boat. <laughs> Best new mechanic. This is a great category. Maybe yes. we should put this up near the top. But um, for, I think the clear winner here is a mechanic we hope to see much into the oh. future. And I know yeah. we will already. We already know we will. Modal double faced cards. Like what? Ooh, ooh, I can't believe it took so long for us to see them and now that they're here it's like of course of course they're of here course. and of course they're brilliant oh, and of course they're, so they're great in every deck we love this design mm-hmm. it's it just covers everything you possibly want a card to do in magic and hopefully they become a card type that we see in almost every set moving forward just like we're seeing sagas oh they're so cool and yeah agreed i just hope that we see them constantly <laughs> Which leads us to most innovative card design. Yeah. So I feel like this one was kind of hard to come up with because I feel like in general, the most innovative stuff is like, a, like in this case, companions just come to mind, right? It's not yeah, one specific yeah, card. Sure. It's just like the general idea of companions so shook up the game of magic that it busted it completely. <laughs> Yes, 100%. I think this is very true. What a what a great idea that unfortunately was a little too good. Yes, exactly. Like it was just it was just too good, but it's because it was so outside the box. Yes. Um what what a cool thing. We love Iluna Apex of Wishes, Obosh the Prey Piercer, yeah. Lurus of the Dream Dent, like all yeah. of them. Yeah, Iluna was there. one that I threw in there. That's one of the mutate ones, kind of like Auspicious Starix. But that oh, yeah, had the sorry, mutate sorry, sorry. that when you put on it, like, then you look for a, per- like, it goes through for a permanent and puts it into play. Yeah. Like, pretty cool. Yes. Um, but pretty just cool. not companion level cool. Yeah, I agree with that. Most flavorful card design is up Ooh. next. And for this, we have selected yeah. Aliros Enraptured. I just love this. I love when a card is just like, you're like, oh, I get it. Right? Um, it's Narcissus. Yeah. Oh, I love it. There's, right. You see the through line. Oh. It's great. And he just like, he looks at his reflection and he's just trapped looking at his reflection until his reflection goes away. Yeah, it's fabulous. Oh, it's so good. So flavorful. What a great fun piece of like Greek mythology to get in Theros. What a good time. Big fan. Big fan. And it it kind of leads us into weirdest card, which is another beloved category uh, of the Crimbies. This card also is very flavorful, but it's also very weird. And that is... Nine lives. Nine lives. Like, <laughs> I love. Bizarre. I love it. I love with card. I love cards that mess with ways that you can lose the game. 
Yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, there was like a yeah. um, demonic pact back in the day. Yes. Like yes. one of the four options that you had to choose was eventually you lose the game. And you have to choose it. Yes. Uh, nine lives, one white white for a hexproof enchantment. If a source would deal damage to you, prevent that damage and put an incarnation counter on nine lives. When there are nine or more incarnation counters on nine lives, exile it. When nine lives leaves the battlefield, you lose the game. <laughs> And just bizarre that this weird card ended up being in a good deck. That's right, which we will we will get to in a little bit uh, for its yes. own category, but just so cool. A runner-up was Thassa's Oracle, another kind of bizarre win con yes. uh, attached to a card there that also ended up being very good. So maybe mm -hmm. there's a trend here. If the card is bizarre enough, it'll make a deck. Exactly. Figure it out. <laughs> Next up, we have most broken in draft. I love this category. Ugh. I have two cards in here because both of them, once you cast them, your opponent is I'm just gonna say so can't mad. win the game. Yeah, I don't think there's there's very few like yeah. maybe you're two percent to win. Uh, Dream Trawler. Yep. <laughs> you ever played against that in draft? But you didn't have a fun game. You click the sad face on yep. after yeah. Yeah, when they're game. like, "Did you enjoy this game?" and you're like, "No, <laughs> no, no." Sad face. Yes. I've never beaten it. Ugh. Um, and also Sublime Epiphany. <laughs> that card, I have to say, as surprising as this is, I think I have to pick Sublime Epiphany as the winner <laughs> because that's the that's the one that I remember the feeling of. It happens oh, and yeah. you're just like, never mind. Okay, like how am I supposed to win now? This is impo literal impossible. I've had Sublime Epiphany sw swap the game a hundred, like a hundred and eighty degrees from winning to losing. Yep, it's just like complete, sure. complete rotation. Good, like goodbye. So long to that game. <laughs> Good riddance award. Sublime Epiphany, yep. most broken card in draft. Um, on in one of the arena cube drafts the other day, I cast yeah. a Sublime Epiphany with all five modes. All right. It was amazing. <laughs> you love that cube draft. Yeah. You love it. Next up is our favorite pick one, pack one. Yes. In draft. And we and each have a winner for this. We each have a winner because, of course, our drafting styles are slightly different. Mine, I've already mentioned, Cleric of Life Spawn. Give me a pack one, pick one, yes. slam it. Let's do it. And that mirrors you preferring to draft clerics. And mine mirrors my preferring to draft rogues because mine is Soaring Thought Thief. Great. Uh, love me, oh, two mana. love me that little uh, flash flyer, man. It's great. Mm -hmm. This next award was uh, suggested by one of our patrons, the best bear, which is the best two two for two. And I will give this caveat here. I've, I pulled up a list. Some of these are not going to actually; these are all in standard. Yeah. So some of them are going to be from 2019. But uh, the other caveat is, I think there was one true bear printed this year. Yes which has no abilities, just a 2-2 two -two for two, which is walking corpse from M21. All of these other bears have are a, not true abilities. Bears. Yeah. Not true bears, but, you know, I've got to give it to me personally. I feel like, okay, Clerics of Life Spawn is in this category of yeah. video, right? We, we all know that. Yep. Um, the one that had the biggest impact was Charming Prince. Yes. Um, but what I want to say. But what if you give it to Alpine Watchdog because he's so good? Oh yeah, Charming Prince was also like Justin Thero, uh, not Justin Throne of Eldraine. Never mind. Yeah, uh, yeah, Alpine Watchdog is the winner for sure. Like, because he's the closest to being a true bear, because only has vigilance. 
Yep. Which is like a little tutu for one in a white, and he's so good. And he does have vigilance because he's watching out exactly. for you on the mountain. He's a little. If you get too cold, he give you nice Manhattan from his <laughs> from his little drinks container. You know how those dogs in that <laughs> cask around their neck have a have a mixed man- drinks in them. <laughs> They have just really nice mixed cocktails. You thought it was like brandy or just some knock. No, no it is a no, fully it mixed cocktail. It is a cocktail. full on mixed cocktail. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get trapped on a mountain. <laughs> BRB. Oh, great. Great. Best 23rd card. Another great mm-hmm. listener suggestion. And like we mentioned, like Stonework Pack Beast would have at one point in time been this card, but it is not. Instead, nope. it is another artifact. Spare supplies. Spare supplies. Sometimes you just got to crack it, draw some cards, put it in 23rd. Exactly. Like, do you know what? At least it draws you cards and you can play it in any color. (laughs) Yep. Great 23rd card. Congrats, spare supplies. You really did it. (laughs) Uh, Most Maria card is the next award. Mm -hmm. Um, This one will surprise nobody. We're not including the historic drops in this because otherwise it would be Core Spirit Dancer. Uh, The most Maria card is Staggering Insight. Gotta love it. What a great boggle. Gotta love it. It's a great boggly enabler. Put it on. Gain life. Draw cards. Mm -hmm. Does it all. Um, all. That leads us into the most Megan card. Which is a roost of drakes. Are you Explain telling yourself me that there's a way that I can win a game without casting a creature spell? I see. Sign me up. Sign <laughs> me up. It's also just a super cool card. It's such a cool card. And do you know what? I love it. I, I love it a lot. This category is most what is this card of 2020? Oh, and it is ruin crab. More like what is this card? Ruin my life, crab. Hello, it's a little O three that you must kill. You mean I'm gonna I'm gonna run around using a vanquish of the week on this crab? You mean I have to work? I have to worry about a small mill creature? This, what is this, this card? crab? Three cards. It mills three cards. Do you know how many cards that is? One mana? One mana for a card that will win you the game? Do you know what? One. The the only problem with Zendikar Rising Draft is that a deck with two Ruin Crabs is impossible to beat. You can't do it. It, there, There isn't a way. I'm pretty sure I saw Luis Scott Vargas pick a Ruin Crab extremely highly in a team draft i would pack one it. pick one a ruin crab what is this card what is congratulations rude cap <laughs> next up what is this deck yes 2020 and this is an old one yeah it is but it happened this year <laughs> and by the way it happened this year and was alive for only about a week i want to say yes before it was completely gone, it was like it came, it, it walked into the room, turned around, it was like, it walked into the room, destroyed it, turned around and, and left. Yes. Garuda Doom of Depths deck. That, Do like, you remember this deck? Yes. It was like the weird combo deck. And then you, you, you put like eight Garudas in play. 
Yes, you just Garuda, 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 spin the wheel, Garuda, Garuda, and it was like impossible to beat. Sorry, for I know that, that you, first maybe week. you see me looking out the window if you're watching the video. There's an oh, enormous yeah. raven the size of a chicken on on this branch right <sighs> outside my window. Megan, ask it what it wants. <laughs> what does it want? What do you want? <laughs> I should bring them something. I should give them snacks. You should give it snacks. They would remember. If you make a crow or a raven your friend, you'll get little buttons for life. You'll never have to buy another button. <gasps> That's so nice. Think about I that. I love buttons. <laughs> uh, after we're done with this, I'm going to go throw them some peanuts. Anyways. Okay, great. <laughs> the Garuda deck. Yes. If you remember it, it's because you got wrecked by it and then you were, le- you were left sitting there like, wait, what just happened to me? Yeah. And... I remember talking about this deck when it came out and being like, Megan, what are we going to do? We're going to have to ban it. It's way too good. Everybody's winning. It's destroying the ladder. And then it was inexplicably gone. It evaporated. Evaporated the next day. Anyway. Uh, The next category is deck of the year. Yeah. Wow. What a prestigious category. Deck of the year. And there are two contenders. The first. Yes. The Omnath deck. That yeah, standard look, Omnath nightmare that we spent one full lifetime watching. Yeah, I mean, it's really shocking that this five-color card, five mana, five colors, turned out to be completely castable, totally fine, mm-hmm. was not a drawback, and led to games that were massive, that were swingy, that were explosive, that were just complete and utter nonsense, that played out like you were watching Legacy. Yeah. Like, just at the absurd things you could do in a turn. Ugh. All, all because it, that was this Omnath deck. It, it was. <laughs> it was. Yeah. The next one, yeah. though, is also Goblins. Yeah. Again, sometimes you cast a Muxus and you win. Yeah, I want to say Goblins should win this just because it basically is kind of like format defining. Yeah. Uh, coming out this year and it's still around like when historic hit the scene people were like we're making this goblins deck yep and you're like oh, i wonder if this is actually any good okay yeah. well this is a thing and still to this day goblins is a competitive deck yeah and i think it, in, if if it if muxus never has to get banned it'll continue to be a signpost yep. of the historic format moving forward and it's so cool that it's not so busted that it has to be gotten rid of at least not yet. yes yeah, exactly. All right. Goblins will win yeah. deck of the year. I think an appropriate win. Oh, man. There's like, <laughs> it's like 10 of them and they're eating a dead squirrel. <laughs> Are they doing like a creepy little turkey dance around the dead no, squirrel? No, they're, they're all just like hopping back and forth. <laughs> Anyways. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Megan's witnessing a dark ritual over <laughs> Some kind of thing is going on out there. Oh, yeah. Uh, Favorite new deck of the year, a deck that burst onto Mm -hmm. the scene this year. My personal favorite, uh, I've talked about a number of times, was Black White Auras featuring Ephemia, the Cacophony. Yeah. Um, What a fun standard deck that just almost got there, but sadly was tier two or tier three. Yeah. But a super fun deck. And mine is Neostorm. You know, I love me. uh, You know, I love me a combo deck. I love this Neostorm deck. It plays two copies of Tuck Tuck Rubble Fort. What isn't to love? (laughs) Hey, if your deck's playing Tuck Tuck, I'm all in. It's so much fun. Um, Again, like kind of like Goblins, it's not too busted, Uh, but it's just, it's a great time. Was super great time. Yeah. I can't be mad at it. It's too bizarre. Yep. Most surprising deck of the year. Uh, Nine Lives is on here because who would have ever thought that was a winning deck? I know. Uh, Gregor Kowalski showed up uh, with yep. it and we were all just like, oh, what? Oh, what are you doing? Uh, what? Uh, but it's what? good. 
then a bunch of people it played it at the good. arena open in the best of one and they're like this deck is sick for best of one and historic yep absolutely so cool. i also put yorian on this mm-hmm. list because if you will recall when yorian deck decks first happened people were like no way with that drawback are those decks actually gonna be good mm-hmm. no way turns out yes way yes way uh, Yorian's drawback in quotation marks not, not a drawback, a drawback at, at all. all it turns out nope next up we have drama of the year <laughs> well if you're a magic player <laughs> Quote unquote drama. you know there's nothing the community loves more than drama yes. and hating the game that they love uh so we're not going to um, acknowledge any of the hating <laughs> There's way, there's way, there's so many dramas you could choose from. Yes. But our personal favorite drama was the dumbest drama of them all. LSV's burritos. <laughs> like a bit that, that will live on in infamy. So LSV was gifted some free burritos from Wizards of the Coast because he's eating them on screen and people are like, wait a second, you're sending him free burritos. What about my free burritos? This is anarchy. What a what a world. What a world Give where you can't That's be, what be for someone just getting a free burrito. <laughs> <sighs> uh, next up is best crossover. Slash yeah, the only well-received crossover. No, that's not true. The, the Godzilla one was also very well-received. Yeah, people like Godzilla, too. And we'll, yes. we'll probably be seeing more of these if yeah. 2020 is any indication. Uh, this but best crossover. Our favorite, by far. Number one. Bob Ross Lands. Bob Ross Lands. Oh, I was, like, the moment when I heard, it was one of those moments where I was like, this is a thing that is literally too good to be true. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. It it seems like they could never. Yeah, they would never be able to lock that down. But they did. Do those and things exist? And it layer. turns out the answer is yes. Things that are too good to be true exist, and they are the Bob Ross lands. Yeah, and you can play with them on arena, which is really cool. And it's just like Bob Ross. What a wonderful, pure, good thing that exists in the world. Yes. And now we get to have a little piece of his goodness in yes. Magic: The Gathering, which and I think is it. really neat. We do. <laughs> It's so true. Next. Uh, the next category yeah. is nonstop banger of the year. The Seb McKinnon award. Yes, uh, <laughs> Named in honor of obviously uh, the, the, the painter of nonstop bangers himself, Seb McKinnon. Yep. Um, this year it goes to sagas. Yay, Sagas. Well, this might not be the year you debuted. It was the year you were solidified into being a part of the magical landscape from here unto the unknown future. Uh, Sagas, we love you so much. Never go anywhere. They're just great. This is a year that we saw so many great sagas like Elspeth Conquers Death. Um, Even Elspeth's Nightmare, an uncommon saga making it into into some standard play. Getting to see the The Acroan War. A crone war, yes. absolutely. So much Critical cool stuff. Sideboard card, yeah. Yes, uh, we love them. Um, sure. Please come back for many happy returns. Yes, sagas. And finally, finally, my favorite one of the year, which was, which is the that was this year award. <laughs> so appropriate in a year when time isn't real yes. as well. Um, in case you missed last episode, there was something that Maria thought happened one and a half years ago. There was yeah. a text Maria thought that I sent her one and a half years ago, and I sent it to her in September. <laughs> yep. Which, I mean, I think you could make an argument before the Supreme Court that September was one and a half years yep. ago. Uh, and I think it would be fair. I think you would be supported. Yeah. You might get a minority, but you would definitely get some judges to vote for you on that opinion. Some stuff that just uh, as yeah. I was browsing through, like looking through these other categories that I was like, that was this year. This year? Narset of the oh, Ancient yes. Way. 
we saw Narset again. Who remembers? Unbelievable. And I love Narset. But that happened this year, and I forgot. The Garuda deck yes. happened this year, which seems like it was a thousand years Absolutely. ago. Absolutely. Like, you said that happened this year, and I was like, okay. Jumpstart. <sighs> we almost completely forgot about Jumpstart. Yeah, Jumpstart, unfortunate victim of the pandemic oh, for sure. Absolutely. Happened this that, year. I was very excited about that. Um, and we almost and then, forgot about it entirely. Yeah. That Vigilance deck with that one card. You remember? What are you talking about? Okay. <laughs> you remember in Ikoria, you can you can draft oh, yeah. main Caracal and alert Heat Bonder. And then what's that yeah. card that I'm thinking of? Uh, solid the, footing. The inst- yeah, solid footing. Mm-hmm. Oh, f- the Flash, flash Enchantment. Uh, plus one, plus That's one. A, that was a great and deck. And if they have Vigilance, they assign damage based on their toughness. Yeah, I love that, that deck. That deck was so much fun. Uh, that was this year. <laughs> that was this year and not one full lifetime ago. What an incredible year. It was. Using that word in all of its forms. <laughs> what an unbelievable year. <laughs> in so many ways, completely unbelievable. <laughs> Happy Crimbies, everybody. Yes. I think the Crimbies this year, we can see that 2020 was a fantastic year for magic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and once again, every definition of that word. Um, and we talked about the upkeep, but what a roller coaster. What um, a roller coaster. High highs, low lows, great Crimbies. And everything in between. <laughs> Still thinking about a good riddance present for 2021? Yeah. <laughs> You really should. You really should be. And another great place to get that good riddance gift for yourself or your friends is Ultra Pro. Ultra Pro. Fantastic sponsor of this show. They've got everything you want in magic uh, with all the best art from the game on their officially sanctioned products. You can say Um, good riddance to 2020, but never say good riddance to your cards because Ultra Pro will keep them protected. They sure will. We proved that earlier this year yes. with a cool uh, battle draft video. Um, I want to, like, if you got a gift card that was, like, for anything, like, if you got a Visa gift card or something this Christmas, yes. think about Ultra Pro, Take perhaps? it on over there and get yourself some cool stuff to protect all of your magic gear and celebrate your favorite art. Yeah. Ultra Pro, super awesome. Available at Card Kingdom, your local game store, or basically the internet. <laughs> Well, everybody, that's episode 414 of Good Luck Ooh. High Five. Here we are, our last episode of 2020, Megan. Oh, we, we made it to the last Monday of 2020. <laughs> Can I let you know something? Yeah. 2020, not only was there a global pandemic, yeah. but we survived as Good Luck High Five through this absolutely unbelievable year. Yeah. Um, Plus two different moves two different to two moves. different new offices. A complete flooding. A complete, we survived a flood Sometimes of our office. I selectively edit that out of my memory. <laughs> yeah, that was this year. It happened, uh, and I, wow. I, thinking back on it, I'm kind of like in awe that we managed to secure a new building, have it flood, and, dis- and have some of our equipment destroyed, mm-hmm. find a new building, move into that new building, find new furniture and everything to go into this new building, set it up, get ready to go, record remotely when when virus is high. Go. I mean, like, can you believe that? No, I honestly can't. We did all that this year. Yeah. 
Yeah, we did. Just unbelievable. And the reason we could do it is because our sponsors st- stood by us and because of everybody who stood by us on patreon.com slash GLHF magic. All of our listeners and everybody who told somebody else about our show this year. Yes. I just want to say like this year has been so hard and so terrible for so many millions of reasons. Yeah. But because you stood by us and helped us continue to do what we do, we're able to continue bringing you the show every single week this year. And if you are like, I want to support you, but I can't do it financially right now because it is a global pandemic. Tell someone mm-hmm. else about the show. Go and leave a review yeah. for it uh, wherever you listen to your podcasts, over on yeah. iTunes, over on other places. <laughs> What's the word that I'm looking for? Stitcher. Stitcher, thank you. You know, other places on the internet. Find a place yes. on the internet where our podcast exists. Say something nice. <laughs> Yeah, and we we really truly hope to have 2021 be a, a new rebirth like forever be for back you, in our new office. For us, for you, for the freaking world, magic. man. Absolutely. So thank you times a million for sticking by us in 2020 through all of the bumps in the road. And here's to a better 2021. <laughs> it better be. <laughs> <laughs>